Welcome to All Along the Wasatch, a public affairs program produced by Bonneville Salt Lake City. If you would like to submit a request to be on the show, please email mparsons at ksl.com. Now, here's the host of All Along the Wasatch, Mike Parsons. My guest today is Brandy Bosworth, and she is Public Relations Coordinator at the Ogden Nature Center. Welcome. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you here. The website is easy to remember because it's ogdennaturecenter.org, which means it is a nonprofit organization. I grew up in Utah County, and then in my adult life, I've lived in Salt Lake County, so I don't know Ogden as well as I know the rest of the Wasatch Front, so I've never been to the Ogden Nature Center. Okay. Give us kind of the elevator speech about who you are and when you started and why and who you serve. So the Ogden Nature Center is a nonprofit Uh, environmental education organization in Ogden and we are located right in the heart of this city I liken it to a central park we're Mm. surrounded on all sides but we do have a gorgeous 152 acres and once you're on the property you just don't know that you're in the middle of Uh. of a city so it's a pretty special piece of property Um, the history is is that it was converted It, it once belonged to the the U.S. government as Defense Depot Ogden. Hmm. When that um, dissolved, it became Business Depot Ogden with the caveat that a portion of that property was set aside in perpetuity to be used as open space. Hmm. And at the time, this is in the 1970s, um, a grassroots group of individuals with a lot of foresight said, hey, let's start a nature center. And the Ogden Nature Center was the first nature center in the western united states so it's pretty it's pretty cool and so we were established in 1975 as utah's first nature center and the west's first nature center and with the mission of uniting people with nature and nurturing appreciation and stewardship of the environment and so um yeah it's got a lovely history and i think a lot of people that have been touched by the ogden nature center believe me when i say it is such a cool place. Good things will always come to the Nature Center mm. and good people. So it really has a special culture there mm. that's hard to hard to describe, but really unique. I always like to know how people end up where they are. And you've been there for a long time. How long have you been there? Yeah, so as an employee, 21 years. But before that, I was on the board of directors for almost six years. And I actually started as a volunteer. Um, my daughter and I, our family fed animals there. And then I was working for the chamber and they asked uh, for advice. They didn't have a board of directors. They had two boards. They had an advisory board and a board of directors. And I started on the advisory board, like as a community input. And then I was on the board and then it's home away from home. (laughs) I started working there and I haven't looked back since. So how long since you were volunteering there (sighs) altogether? My daughter's 26, and I was volunteering there before I had her. So, yeah, so almost, almost, almost three decades. Three decades. If you round up. Well, yeah. then you must love it. I love it. So tell us about the Nature Center. I've never been there. Just kind of give us the lay of the land. 150 acres-ish. Yep. Um, I don't really have a good sense of acres, so... Yeah. How many football fields? Sure. Oh, gosh, football fields. I'm not sure how you'd quantify that. It's a good question. (laughs) But, you know, we have... How long does it take to walk from one end to the other? We have a mile and a half of walking trails. Mm. 
Um, they're they're just easy. There's no hills involved. It's flat. It's a flat piece of land. Um, it goes from like woods and winding trails into like tall grass meadows. Mm. Um, in the back end of the property, you'll you're often going to run across deer. Mm. Um, you know other other animals that are always on the property are you know your typical suspects like raccoons and you'll see their prints everywhere and we have um it, it's a really great hot spot for birding in utah and i know that's taking off uh it's like a new sport geeky sport <laughs> um but it's a it's a hot spot for birding uh both songbirds shorebirds we see them all at the nature center so it's really a fun spot to come with your binoculars and then what sort of like structures are we going to see i know there's a tower where you can kind of see the whole thing yeah so a few structures we have some bird blinds and if you don't know what a bird blind is it's sort of like a shield like over a pond that has little peepholes through Mm. it so you can see them but they can't see you so it's kind of a spotting area we have a couple bird blinds we have a spotting tower with a scope um that is going to be starting a renovation soon um, we just are completing in fact we're having a ribbon cutting on november 1st for the dumpkey picnic grove which um, has just gotten some big enhancements so a brand new restroom and kitchenette structure with a, like a big um, patio area covered patio it's beautiful and then that area has two really cool tree houses like uh, the kids love the tree houses yeah. and the They've structured them now, so, you know, of course, the trees are growing right up through them, and um, they're multi-level. There's lots of peeking around and playing in there. One is really big, big enough to have parties on Mm. and in, and one is more like a kid-sized treehouse, but kind of also bigger than a kid-sized treehouse. Pretty cool. So those have just been um, rebuilt and restructured, and so there's also a big picnic pavilion out there. Did I see an amphitheater? Um, there's a small amphitheater where we do a lot of our, uh, you know, animal presentations. And two two beautiful buildings. At the time that they were built, they were two of Utah's greenest buildings. Um, high standards. A full solar array that, that um, powers the campus. And inside the visitor center is a really, and I am not kidding, it is one of the cutest gift shops in all of Utah. <laughs> it's precious yeah. there's a lot of good stuff in there and how old are these green buildings because it sounds like you're kind of ahead of your time on those yeah so one was built in the 90s yeah. and then that's our visitor center and then the education building was completed in 2005 that must have just so, been a brand new concept at that point yeah and so like it's got radiant heating and a state-of-the-art cooling heating and cooling system like i said solar panels um straw bale construction uh, straw bale walls. Mm. So a lot of features that are um, green and really good examples of green building. You have an event coming up next weekend called Creatures of the Night, the 27th and 28th. What, what's going to happen there? That sounds like fun. It's a great event. So it's family friendly, our version of Halloween event, but it's completely non-scary. And don't tell anybody, but it's very educational. Mm. Uh, so we're teaching, of course, about Utah's native creatures of the night. So owls, um, spiders, snakes, you're going to see all of those things. And um, there's sort of a carnival aspect to it where you play games. There's trail side adventures. There's 
um, stories at a campfire. One of my favorite activities is called the crepuscular creep, where our staff, and they really get into this, they're good, uh, they dress up in costumes of creatures of the night. So one might be a raccoon and one might be a moth, whatever, what have you. They get to choose each year. And they kind of come out of the woods and they teach you about Mm. themselves in character. Uh, kids love that. So it's it's really a fun family event. We'll have a couple of food trucks there. And it's rain or shine. Bring your flashlights because it's it's in the evening. It's dusk. Uh, but it's, it's a really fun event to bring your family to. What are the just regular admission prices and, and what are your hours? Sure. So really nominal fees. So for children, it's $3. For adults, it's $5. Um, and we do have memberships. So we are a nonprofit and we're completely funded by individual contributions. So memberships are one way of supporting the work that we do. And for example, a family membership is $50. A grandparent membership is 60 um, And there's different levels and that's all um, delineated on our website. But that's can, very affordable family fun. It's super affordable. And so with that, I mean, this is like on top of that, if you're a member of the Ogden Nature Center, you'll also get into Dinosaur Park during the week. You'll get a day, I think one day each month at the Tracy Aviary. You'll get into Zuta. There's certain days they're all on the membership information on the website and into the Union Station Museums. So, Oh, wow. Like it's a lot of reciprocal um, agreements that we have in place. So to make our membership great for coming to the nature center, but also packed with a lot of value for a yeah. family. No, I mean, for a family, that's like a no brainer. Right. Yeah. I mean, 50 six, bucks. $60 a year. I'm, I'm a new grandparent. So yep. that's what caught my attention. But yeah. I mean, what is that a month? It's, it's like five bucks a month. Exactly. That's great. Yeah. Um, I know that you do a lot with volunteers. What kind of volunteer opportunities do you have? So this cannot be stressed enough. We would not be able to survive without the volunteers. We They are like family to us. And there's all kinds of opportunities. You can volunteer for as little or as much as you want. Of course, volunteering is at your choice. Mm-hmm. But we have everything from helping us with habitat restoration, and that's doing work in the field, to like more advanced volunteer um spots like helping us care for our animals. We have several um, birds of prey, eagles, owls, hawks, um, corvids that we keep um, as ambassadors and they help us with our education program. So we have animals that need a lot of care. um, And so some volunteers choose to do that. We have volunteers that help us at our front desk um, with mailings, with public relations, with just about everything we do, we need volunteers to help us. And I saw on your website, and I love this, you actually give volunteer awards. Oh, for sure. Yeah, because like I said, volunteers are completely invaluable to us. Um, and some stellar volunteers might reach a 1,000 hours, like they've given a 1,000 hours. Or annually we give, this is common in nonprofits in Utah, the Hearts and Hands Award to some, a volunteer that might really stand out that's helped us for years and years and has a nice longevity. We're speaking with Brandy Bosworth. She is the public relations coordinator at the Ogden Nature Center, and the website is ogdennaturecenter.org. Do you have to have any kind of training to work with the animals, or is that something you learn as you as you volunteer? It's a big commitment, and so you work up to it. Okay. So the steps are you'll get online and fill out our volunteer application and go through a little orientation. And then for that particular volunteer job, 
you know, you're not going to start handling animals right off the bat. You're going to start like feeding and cleaning and mm. doing the less less sexy stuff, but also very needed. Yeah. And then once we realize you're you're really committed, then then you kind of can move up in the ranks. But that's like a highly sought after position. I'm sure because that caught my attention. I think that sounds like a lot of fun. And it's cool. Yeah. Um, I went to an Eagle Scout court a few years ago where they had an actual eagle, and I noticed that you actually have your eagle available to go to Eagle Courts yes. of Honor. Yep. There's a lot of information about that on our website, but it's a it's actually just a really touching program about the representation of the eagle in our in our country and what that means as an eagle scout and mm-hmm. sort of the correlations between the two achievements uh, you know of of that honor and seeing one of those up close they are magnificent i mean they're amazing yeah you can see them in the air but there's nothing like being a few feet away from an eagle and them looking you in the eye mm-hmm. and you looking them in the eye and sort of connecting in a way yeah absolutely uh, I saw on your website you uh, have lots and lots of programs. Um, one of them is the Knee High Naturalists, which I love that name, for three- <laughs> to five-year-olds. Yes. So seasonally, we teach programs for preschoolers. So these programs are set up for um, three- to five-year-olds and their chaperones. So that's, you know, it can be a grandma, grandpa, mom, dad, um, nanny, whatever, but a chaperone is part of the program. And they're really designed for that age group so things that are sensory you know seeing smelling touching Mm -hmm. um activities stories things like that that are perfect for preschoolers and just a really fun way to introduce young folks to the natural world kind of in an up close and more educational setting and then the homeschool naturalist i thought when i first saw that is that for kids that are being homeschooled but it's it's for Seven to twelve year olds. Yep, it is for it is designed for homeschool oh, okay. homeschool kids. However, I will say this: when my daughter was that age, um, I put her in the homeschool naturalist program because I thought it was so enriching. Like you reaped so much experience and information from that program in a really condensed time. Don't tell teachers, but I actually took my child out of public school at the time and took her to that. What you know, whatever for whatever the hours were. Because it's a really cool program. So it's not, I don't think it's closed to homeschools per se, but you have to make the commitment that you're going to be there okay. during those hours. And it gotcha. is during the day. And then I was looking at your outreach programs. You've got so much going on. One that caught my eye was Who Eats Whom. That sounds like <laughs> a, a, but this is you taking the Nature Center out. Correct. So like I said, many of our animal ambassadors are what we call, they go out on the road. And so that is like our animal caretaker or some of our teacher naturalists taking, for example, an owl out into a classroom and teaching for who eats whom you would be learning about predator-prey relationships and what that might look like for an owl and a a mouse. That's just one example, but that's sort of what that that program is about. Um, But while I'm on it, while we're talking about outreach, the Ogden Nature Center is, um, and not everyone knows this, it's part of the IC program, and that's a Utah state program. It's funded by the state of Utah, and it's Utah's informal science education enhancement program. And so what that means, it we're in collaboration. Many organizations are part of this group. Red Butte Garden, um, I believe Tracy Aviary, you know, some of these uh, like organizations, and we take our nature education on the road 
but not just locally. We take our programs to every first grade state every first grade class in the state of Utah. Wow. So we have vehicles That's a huge commitment. and staff that travel to southern Utah and teach inside classrooms our programs and and it's a pretty um, fun uh really educational experience and can't say enough about how cool that is for for the state for the kids in the state and there's on your website at ogdennaturecenter.org if you click on learn there's under the outreach probably two dozen different programs that you do yeah so there's really something for everybody um so your facilities are also available to rent um weddings how often do you have a wedding at the nature center you know it has been not too, too often, but I will say with the completion of Dumpy, Dumpkey Picnic Grove, which we just finished, we're thinking that next summer we'll see a lot more reservations because it is such a such a cool space. Um, it's rustic, yet it's got some really nice refined areas to it now and a little kitchenette. Like I said, some public gathering spaces that are fun. So, yes, people are welcome to um, rent the space. We rent it to all kinds of groups. Um Family parties, birthday parties, weddings, um, professional organizations. I think we just had a reservation come through from the Colorado River Authority of Utah for a retreat that they're hosting. So things like that. Um, We love to see like organizations, uh, Division of Natural Resources, and those sorts of organizations use our space. We've got some good indoor and outdoor options, and we're happy to see... um, we're a community center, so we're yeah. happy to be used as such. Well, I th- would think that if you wanted, if, if you thought you were getting married and you wanted to get married, say, in the mountains, there's some logistical issues with that, getting all your guests there. You could have that same sort of feel at the nature center. And you've got a yep. parking lot, so yep. it's it's going to be much easier to do that kind of thing. Yep, catering, getting your food in and out, uh, and it's truly a lovely setting. It's, it's a beautiful space. So you, I would imagine, have a lot of schools come on field trips to the Nature Center. How does that happen? Yeah, it's a core. It's a core part of what we do. Um, in fact, we open we open for reservations on August first, and the phone just starts ringing uh, like crazy. So um, on site, the bus, the school buses roll in, and we teach programs that are seasonal and that have to do with what's happening with the phenology of the land at the time. So, for example, in the fall right now, we're teaching Living Close to the Land. And that program is like about how indigenous people lived off of the land in Utah. Um, Maybe they're um, going to learn about how teasel was used as a hairbrush or how um, they grew um, their crops and how to use a mano and matate to grind corn and make um, something on on the campfire out of that. And... Uh, meet in the teepee and tell stories and look at animal pelts. Um, that's a that's a really popular fall example of our program. Uh, perhaps in the winter, we're snowshoeing and teaching uh, you know older kids about foot foot lo- load and some math mat- some math. But the younger kids might be learning animal tracking and and what how to um, observe animal tracks in the snow and look for scat and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, in the spring of the year, of course, we will be teaching about birding and um, all of the birds of Utah and birding, trees, um, flora and fauna, sort of 
in the field field classes about the bugs and and life that happen in the field. So really seasonal things that have to do with our environment. Um, most every program meets um, the core curriculum requirements, so teachers can um, really incorporate these lessons into what they need to do to reach their standards that are set forth for them, and they fit in, they tie in really nicely with with their requirements. There's pre and post activities to their visits to the nature center. And I will say for kids coming to the nature center, it's truly like magic. Mm -hmm. It's one of their most memorable field trips of, of their childhood. They love coming. Yeah. And they're, they're pretty special field trips. I, I do say, I say that, um, because I, I see them happen. I see the magic that's happening, you know, day in and day out. And it's pretty, pretty spectacular. And I know it's a ways off, but you also do summer camps. Summer camps. And it is a ways off, but uh, we start planning them in January. So for us, it's not too far off. Yeah. It feels like we just wrapped up a season. Um, but summer camps are so popular. They fill up quickly. Um, we, we send that out January, February, March, somewhere in that vicinity. We send out invitations and we pop it online so you can hop on and uh, register online. But again, our camps... They are geared for each age group, and they're mm-hmm. very appropriate for those age groups. Um, whether you're a preschooler or a seven to nine year old, some of our camps for the older campers have an overnighter built in. So mm-hmm. camp camps are uh, bring a tent, and you'll learn some tenting and overnight skills. Uh, and they're all they're all kinds of different camps. They can be survival camps. They can be learning about wildlife. They can be art in nature. Um, just the teacher naturalists dream up new camps every year so they're pretty unique and pretty cool you mentioned that you've had some recent kind of upgrades and some of the new picnic area what are your goals maybe for the next five or ten years what other things would you uh, like to see at the nature center thanks for asking it's ongoing i mean we have two beautiful green buildings but they were built a while ago so we we have some refurbishing to do um one of the projects that is in our fall campaign which you know we're pretty much launching into right right now is we're looking to um, gather donations and help and support for um, rebuilding our muse and muse are basically outdoor cages for our birds of prey okay the standards so the birds of prey that are in our care are permitted by the state and the federal government and they have certain standards and at the time when our existing muse were built they our muse met those standards, but they've since really enlarged and enhanced what those should look like. So that's one of our goals is to rebuild the muse for our birds. Um, There's some decking that needs to be replaced out in front of the visitor center. It's a beautiful staging area. We have a lot of classes there ranging from yoga to, Mm. to our field trip classes. Uh, It's a, it's a really beautiful area, but that deck is, is uh, getting old and it needs to be replaced. I'm sure there's always something that needs to be upgraded or repaired. Yep. And we've got a big list, like big, you know, buildings and uh, eventual preschools and, you know, some yeah. far-reaching, dreaming, more dreaming about what the future of the Nature Center will look like are also on the big list. Well, I've got to make my way to Ogden to see this place. I've lived you here my whole to. life and I haven't been there. You I have feel to like come I'm missing up. out. 
Um, it's the Ogden Nature Center, and the website is ogdennaturecenter.org. We've been speaking with Brandy Bosworth. She is the public relations coordinator and has been part of the Ogden Nature Center for a very long time. And I'm sure you'd be happy to show people around if they'd Anytime. like. Anytime, absolutely. So go to the website and check that out. And don't forget about the Creatures of the Night event that's coming up next weekend, Friday and Saturday. The website is ogdennaturecenter.org. Thank you so much, Brandy. Yeah, thanks for having me. So glad you reached out. Thank you for listening to All Along the Wasatch with Mike Parsons. If you would like to submit a request to be a guest on the show, please email mparsons at ksl.com. That's mparsons at ksl.com.